honestly probably wasn't until I first walked the streets and I was being welcomed onto the streets. I yeah. was so confused. I was like, I thought this was my job. I was just like, what is going on? They immediately like friends on Cap Hill were immediately like, who are you? Where are you from? Like, welcome. Wh- yeah, welcome. <laughs> and I think I was just overjoyed and just was just like, this is where I'm meant to be. This is mm-hmm. where the Lord is. And it's not exclusive, which I think just says a lot of the past missionaries, the present missionaries and the missionaries that are to come because we've built that foundation all year long mm. and they trust us. So they trust the other missionaries that yeah. have the Christ and city shirt on. People of Christ and city, people of every, everywhere around the world. This is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> let's talk in circles, yeah. just shoot the breeze a little yeah. bit. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is, home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Today, it is Blake with my trusty co-host, Shayla. Shayla. <laughs> and today, we've invited Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Hello. And Clay. Howdy. Good to be here. And Howdy. the main reason we've invited them today is to really share about their full circle story. So, summer service was actually a big part of both of your journeys with Christ in the City. So, Ashley, tell us a little bit about... Yeah, your journey with Christ in the City and summer service. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like to tell everyone I'm here for a year because of summer of service. Um, I spent two summers with Christ in the City. So my first summer was in 2019 in Oklahoma City for the three weeks. Three weeks. um, Which is just amazing. And that led to me just wanting to come back for another summer. And I spent that summer, the COVID summer, summer 2020. It kind of started out incrementally, like the three week. And then you did the two month in Denver. And now you're, you did a whole year here yeah. in Denver. And then you're doing a second year. I'm coming back for a second year. Yeah, wow. so excited to have you back, Ashley. You. And Clay, tell us about your summer of service experience. Yeah, I came to Christ in the City summer of service 2021. I did not really know a thing about Christ in the City when I came for the summer. I was sort of thrown at Christ in the city by a former teacher, and I'm very thankful to her for that. But it was basically just the Lord, like, starting to convince me to follow him. I had a conversion experience in college, and I was still kind of shaky, and I came to Christ in the city, and this place is just so full of him, and I get to encounter him everywhere and be loved by people. And he sort of roped me into the summer and then through the summer roped me into the year and mm-hmm. through the year he's roped me into a second year. And I say that with joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you say that with a big smile on your yes, face. Yes, 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 yes. Because yes. Clay, when you showed up, you really didn't know much about Christ in the city. You were, you, you used the word shaky, man. You were shaken from head to toe of just having no clue about like really if you were convinced of this faith thing either. No, it was... Yeah, it was sort of, I came back from college, I was a little baby in the faith, you could say. I, I'd grown up Catholic, but I'd fallen away, and I had just sort of come back, and uh, this teacher, Dominican of St. Cecilia, gotta love him. She knew I needed an amazing community, an amazing way to encounter the Lord, and so she convinced me to come here, and I did not, I was not really happy about it. I, um, <laughs> for like three weeks before, just sort of like tried to give it 
to him. You know, I was super nervous, not someone who talked to the homeless, not someone who lived in community, but I knew intensely that this is where I needed to be. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that he brought Yeah, and you leaned into that. That was all you knew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it was like, you didn't know how to talk to the poor. Nope. You didn't know how to live in community, Uh live this daily life of prayer, but you knew how to lean into that trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Clay was, last summer, you're one of four guys that Mm -hmm. stuck stuck around after the summer to do the year of service. The Lord was working that summer, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Christ in the city (laughs) needed men. And us four needed to be loved, and here we are. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And now, even more kind of full circle moment, you're leading the Denver mm-hmm. Summer of Service this summer. So how's that been going? To, yeah, For both of you, both yeah. Of you. I love them. You can go if you want to. <laughs> yeah, the saucers are so good. Um, and I, especially when they came, I wanted them to know that they're here for a reason, like saucers, Summer of Service missionaries are very important to the mission. Like, yeah, being in their shoes for the Mm -hmm. past two summers that I did it and just kind of seeing them and being like, whoa, like I was there. Like Clay and I, we were both there. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Lord is going to work in ways that they have no idea. Like they are just here because they probably wanted a fun summer (laughs) away from family, a far away in the mountains. And yeah, I like just was just very reassuring, especially just leading the summer of like, y'all are here for a reason. Yeah, you've really been able to radiate that to them. Like, we love you and we are so (laughs) grateful you're here and it's so important. Can you guys talk about a little bit how important, you mentioned it, Ashley, um, how important summer of service is for the continuity of like friendships and like kind of what that looks like with the year-long missionaries when they pass off the, their, their friendships in a sense to the summer missionaries and just how like, important that is to our to our mission in the ministry yeah so I think it's just good to know that you can be a missionary for only two years and after your two years are done you're kind of done being a missionary so especially when the summer missionaries come it's really beautiful especially as we walk with our street teams and encountering our friends that we've known all year long and introducing our the summer missionaries to our friends it is really beautiful to hear like yeah some of my friends have said like Ashley like if if they're friends with you, then then I know they'll they'll be really good friends to us. Oh. And I think mm. that's something that struck me the most, especially like the shelter. Like they'll just like, okay, like I'll give them a chance. Oh. Um, and that is because we've built that foundation all year long. Mm. And they trust us, so they trust the other missionaries that yeah. have the Christ and City shirt on. Which I think just says a lot of the past missionaries, the present missionaries and the missionaries that are to come which is really beautiful and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sad, saddens me because I'm not walking the streets sure, sure. <laughs> weekly anymore um, until the fall, but it is really beautiful to know that like our friends are still welcoming and they want that continued friendship. And I'm sure y'all have talked about it before, but our friends blossom when they have more friends, when it's not just individual friends or just individual groups, um, they blossom and they're seen and loved more when they are introduced to more missionaries, to more yeah. friends. So the, yeah, that's very important. I've seen that already multiple times walking the streets with summer yeah. missionaries, which is awesome. Were you aware of that reality when you were a summer service missionary that the, the year service, like the friends on the street trusted you as a summer service missionary because of that? Yeah, I had no idea, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it probably wasn't until I first walked the streets and I was being welcomed onto the streets. I yeah. was so confused. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was my job. I was just like, what is going on? They immediately, like, friends on Cap Hill were immediately like, 
who are you? Where are you from? Like, welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> and I think I was just overjoyed and just was just like, this is where I meant to be. This is mm-hmm. where the Lord is. And it's not exclusive. And I think that's important to know. And especially just to reiterate to the summer missionaries of like, it's not exclusive. Like you're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you're loved here. You should be here. And yeah, I don't think I knew that very yeah. first few weeks of my summer, especially in Denver, because it's definitely different than the other satellite cities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I I think I saw it happen, but I wasn't aware of it. And now Uh I'm more aware of it. I remember my first street walk. I was so scared. I was like (laughs) on the way in the van and like, I'm supposed to be the dude, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the dude, like big protector. And all the women are like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, I'm not. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Uh, And I remember coming and we had Marjorie, who is the year of service missionary. And she just introduced us to everyone. And that's like. That's how we were able to thrive was through Marjorie. I didn't realize how deep that went, though, uh, until I was handing my summer of service team on my street route off. And even, like, talking to my friends, uh, a couple of us year of service went out yesterday for, like, the last time just to say goodbye. Um, And just to hear, it was my friend Bill especially was just like, yeah, we're going to take care of that new crew. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's just, like, my sincere hope. They took care of us so well last summer. And it, it's not, you know, just because of the year of service. We certainly lend a lot of weight. But I I meditate on the fact that the Lord has specifically called all of these saucers here mm-hmm. because they are the only ones who can step in in Denver. Mm. If yeah. it was anyone else, they'd probably fall on their face. But yeah. these people, the Lord has said, yep, year of service are leaving. I need people to love my children on the streets. So I'm sending these 18. Absolutely. I think one thing I've for sure have been praying with is just entrusting our friends to the summer missionaries. Like, I think I've cried about it several (laughs) times this summer of like, do I trust these summer missionaries? Mm. Like, but also it's like the year long missionaries trusted me when I was here for a summer. Like, why can I not trust them? Or why am I not trusting the Lord that they will like love my friends well? And Mm -hmm. even just expressing that to the team that is like (laughs) taking my route for the summer. I was just like, listen, like, <laughs> we're having a, a serious conversation. And listen, I'm like with tears in my eyes, just like I'm entrusting my friends to y'all. Like I'm trusting this route to y'all. Aww. Like it's hard. It's beautiful. But know that like, yeah, it's something that is a gift yeah. and to be received like gently and well. And I think after I said that, they were like, I, yeah, I'm seeing wow. the year long missionaries like leaving differently now. Like wow. I'm seeing it as like, yeah, y'all are trusting us. Y'all are like our, y'all's friends are trusting us and they mm-hmm. don't have to. Yeah, I pray a lot with that as well. Like our yeah. friends don't have to trust us, but they do. Yeah. Do you guys have any like specific stories? I would love to hear about like how has summer service in Denver gone thus far? If there's any specific stories that you'd want to share. Hmm. I think on my route, it's a food line. It's the area food line. Mm-hmm. So everybody's lined up. So when you turn the corner, everybody sees. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody sees who's coming to the line today. Is it the first year missionaries? Is it the first and the second years? Oh, here are these new people with green wow. shirts. Never seen them before. Yeah. And I just like focused on the faces. You know, I was nervous just like Ashley. Like, oh, what are they going to think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, are going to be like mad at the new oh, people? Oh, yeah. But just to see the faces, like to see the, the heads perk up and, you know, the smiles start to form. Uh, like here comes Christ in the city. I think that's a major part of it, like the name of Christ in the city and sort of the the street cred that we have. Yeah. When our friends see the shirts, they might say, okay, this is a new person I've never met before, but they're from Christ in the city. And I know Ashley or I know Clay yeah. or I yeah, know a missionary yeah. from however many years ago 
and there's a trust there. And I remember, yeah, all my friends in the alley were just very receptive uh, to meeting them, specifically Bill. Uh, <laughs> just go back to him. I remember my summer of service, I was super nervous, and he got to the line after us, and he turned the corner, and he threw his hands in the air, and he said, oh, Christ in the city. <laughs> and immediately, like, all of my scaredness melted away. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, how can it not? Great, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Clay, can you tell us a little bit more about Bill? Like, how has your relationship developed um, since that first summer you met him last summer and then over this past year? Bill is uh, someone we would call the regular at the line. A lot of street routes deal with a lot of, like, people passing through and, no, oh, I'm just coming through Denver because I'm going yeah. to another place. Auraria, you've got about five people you're going to see every day. Yeah. Every single day. And they're probably going to be in the same place in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same stories. A lot of just uh, a chance to go deeper. Yeah. And I think that's what we have with Bill. A lot of the time, I think it's easy to fall into like the fix it mentality. I think I definitely came into sauce with, with some of those feelings. Like I'm going to lift people totally out of poverty like yeah. this summer. Mm. Not what happened. Uh, <laughs> we can go into that later. But with Bill, I've just been shocked to go a whole year with him consistently. Mm-hmm. And how much respect I have for him. And what shocks me is the respect he has for us. Because we, a lot of the times we just sit there and hear the same stories. And sometimes, you know, he tells us about Vernon the Goose for the fourth time. And we're not as excited as we were the first time. Yeah. Uh, and, and that stinks. And we meditate on that. I remember one time we were sort of experimenting on our route. Uh, there's a day shelter close to the the food line, and we were thinking, well, we might start sending missionaries over there. And I told Bill that, and he, like, stopped. And he looked at me and said, but you're still coming here, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, Bill, we're still coming here. And he said, oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah. He is just someone who who wants to see us and who wants to be our friend. And you don't always get that. A lot of the time it's, uh, I often use the analogy of, like, uh, using, a like, a pickaxe or something and just, like, cracking uh-huh. away, and, and then it opens and get to know a friend but bill is someone who'll ask you about your weekend and ask you about your day because mm. he wants to be your friend yeah I just it's mutual found respect yeah the respect that goes back and forth i love that clay and with that i mean we've had some, on homeless but human this podcast we've had some of our friends share stories right and almost every missionary or staff member interviewed says like the poor give us way more than we ever give them and almost all of the poor interviewed say the same thing mm. the missionaries give me more than I could ever give them. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I don't know. I love reflecting on that, but it's also kind of this weird mystery where you are absolutely convinced of that. Yeah. Right. Clay, I'm sure you're convinced of that. Like Bill gives you way more than you give Bill. hundred percent. Yeah. But I bet, I, I mean, it's always unique because I bet Bill would disagree completely. <laughs> yeah. Bill would be like, no, not at all. You know, yeah. but that is a gift, right? It's like we yeah. were, oh, it's so, so beautiful to see them love us. Right, to see the poor love us mm-hmm. in our act of love for them because that is friendship. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not a one-way. It's not a transaction. It's an encounter. You worded that so beautifully. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, we've kind of given some advice to our Denver communities, but if you guys had uh, to give someone a piece of advice, if they're in downtown Denver or if they're at a stoplight and they have about you know 20 seconds or a minute to to say something to to that homeless person, um, what advice would you give them? And what would you tell them to, to say? Mm, I think that knowing the name 
of anybody on the street is massive. Asking somebody for their name. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we take totally for granted. All the people that know our name call us by our name, are happy and yell our name um, when they see us. But a lot of the times people just, you know, they hand out money or they, they even hand out a blessing bag and they're just like, have a good day. But ask people for their name. It, it just means so much more. Ask their name, tell them it was really good to see them that day. Because our friends go weeks without that, months without that. And a lot of them just believe that it's not good to see them. And they'll tell you that and it hurts a lot. But asking the name, just letting them know that you were glad to look at their face. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It it moves mountains. Yeah, and also like praying for them once you receive that name. Mm -hmm. um, I would also say just smiling at anyone you see on the streets. Yeah, I think, yeah, giving that smile and allowing our friends to receive that smile is something that they don't receive either. I think a lot of our friends always are just telling us, like, why are you all smiling so much? Why are you all so yeah. happy? And yeah, I think it's a gift to, to see them, to love them, and they don't believe that. So um, sometimes a smile and asking for their name um, is worth more than giving them a dollar or that yeah. blessing bag even. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Oh, and before we go, if you had to describe your summer, this summer specifically of service in Denver in one word, what would you say? Ooh. Interesting word. We haven't Wait, heard no. that one yet, actually. <laughs> Please oh, describe. No. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, that's not my word. I, I think would that would work in bananagrams. <laughs> yeah, no, one definitely one. would not. They would not allow that. Um, for me, I would say the summer has been piercing for me. For a lot of reasons. Piercing because I know I'm coming back for, for another year. Just leaving for a month is piercing. Piercing because there's so much that I will miss piercing because I have to entrust the summer missionaries to my friends, but um, piercing in a way that is joyful and sorrowful all at the same time. Yeah. I think uh, the word I would probably say would be, and then hear me out on this, it's river. I imagine the summer and my heart working like a river and the Lord's grace. I went along the river before, before the Lord's grace you could say like flowed through and I dammed it up a lot and I just came into sauce, I think a little closed, but the river flowed mightily. It came through the 18 missionaries, through our summer of service team. Um, there was no stopping it and I'm so happy that it flowed. Yeah. Wow. So you guys have been with your, your homeless friends now for a year, some a year and a half in a way, right? What would your hope be for them as you depart this year of service? What is your hope for them going forward? Yeah, my hope for them would be, I hope that they continue to know that they are loved. My hope is that they know of, the, of their own love and their own capability to love mm -hmm. um, because they love us so well. And I like try to explain this and I'm like only Jesus understands <laughs> or yeah, only past missionaries or they staff. Can't, they or, can't wrap their minds around it either when you yeah. tell them that you love me so well. No, I don't, you know, <laughs> which is, yeah, just the mystery and um, yeah, that, that they are loved and they want to be um, or our summer missionaries want to continue to love them um, and to continue to show up. Um, yeah, that's my hope for them. 
I love that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much to both of you. And thank you to our Denver family and all those listening today for supporting this organization for 11 years going on, starting 12 next year. Uh, No, are we starting 11? We're starting 12. Can you believe that? Wow. I can't. Guys, thank you so much. Um, To all our CIC family out there, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah, pray for for Clay and Ashley and Bill and all of their friends as, Mm as this transition time is going down. All right. See everyone. God bless you all. Bye. Bye. Mother Teresa, one of our patrons would say, if I look at the masses, I will not act. If I look at the one, I will. Because of these one-on-one encounters, because of people like you stepping out of your comfort zone, this mission is spreading. This mission is making its way into parishes, schools, seminaries, and communities nationwide. We have families making care kits for the homeless college students coming on week-long mission trips and then going back on fire to serve the poor in their cities. Seminarians in small groups across the country doing Christ in the City style street ministry. This mission is becoming a national and worldwide endeavor, and we're so happy you're here. For even more in-depth Christ in the City training, videos, and interviews with the homeless, we invite you to join our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways you can join us in this mission. Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and receive a special Christ in the City gift. Imagine with me for a moment if every homeless person had one friend who cared about them. What a difference that would make in the world. And what if that one friend is you? You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, podcast platforms, and do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave us a review. God bless you.